This episode of Champ and the Tramp is brought to you by Corona Seltzer. We just got their brand new variety pack, Tropical Flavors. My man, Mr. Effie over there is sipping on one himself. Yeah, man, I cracked uh, pineapple pina. It's uh, delicious, perfect for summer. Go get yours today at any liquor store in your neighborhood. Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's got to be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the bomb blast. Boom! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Champ and a Tramp. I'm gonna start this episode out with a little, uh, <laughs> little shout out or something. So I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep his name out of it, but we'll call him RB. RB hit us up on a DM, said, "Great show. Some of the best are just you talk, are just you two talking shit." But I've noticed every show, Frankie always has something to say about gay. He must be talking about Roger. Great, right? you're your gay, you're gay. Anyway, Frankie has to be a little gay or has to at least thought about it. You know he has a smiley face. Listen, RB. You are technically you are a little RB. Guy. You're only, you're only RB. You know why RB wrote this? He's hoping <laughs> that I'm the guy that checks the DMs <laughs> and I slide up in RB's DMs. Have you? Have I what? Slid up in RB's DMs. Listen, bro. Come on. Come on. The only gay guy in this room is wearing, very wearing talented. green. The only, very gay, talented. the only gay guy in this room is wearing hunter green. It's deflecting. Deflecting. Are you camouflage? You trying to hide your gayness? Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 you I have no problem with gay people. Like I said, I'm fucking very good friends with Roger. And I sit on the couch next to you. Mm-hmm. I'd sit on this couch next to you. Mm-hmm. You want to come over here? No, I'm good. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm here to build you up. I give you the real world. Okay? I'm, I'm old school. Well, right? it hurts. I give you the real world. It hurts. It hurts my feelings. Um, what's going on, bud? What's going on with you? Well, I, I got a story to tell you to um, to kick this off. So uh, my girl today uh, had a little had a little road rage incident. We've talked a little bit about that. We talked about the gym guy and, and you. No. Um, but today she was on Route 37, which is like the main you know road that goes into Seaside through Tom's River. Yeah, Rose. I know, buddy. I live here. No, no. Talk, talking I'm to talking to the talking, talking to, the to the fans. I know. Talking to the people listening. I'm joking. I'm joking. Busy road, you know. It's like three lanes each way. Um, and I tell her all the time, she's an aggressive driver, and I tell her all the time, fuck, what is the fucking hurry? And I'm a little bit of an aggressive driver, but I feel like she's worse. I always say, what is the fucking hurry? Why are we so, you giving me anxiety? Like, you're riding this person's ass. And she's like, get out of the way. She's like, you know, and it, it is annoying. Left-hand drivers that are doing, you know, if you're on the parkway and you're in the left-hand lane, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you're doing, and you're doing 65 miles an hour, and the yeah. cars to the right of you are doing 70, Get the fuck out of the left lane. I agree. Get the agree. fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, you, uh, where are they from usually? Uh, I I mostly see New York and Massachusetts. PA too. PA. 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 Yeah, PA. Left lane drivers. Yeah, New York by far the biggest ones I see. Yeah. But. So anyway, now she she just told me about this right before I came here because she didn't want to tell me because I give her such a hard time about tailgating people all the time. I'm like, you, you one day someone's gonna get out and fucking say something, right? What well, happened today? Wow. It happened. You were with her. You were with no, her. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh. I don't think it would happen if I was with her. So, oh no! Why? why? I just, I, I just don't. Big I, bad Raj. No, I just think that that <laughs> that people aren't. You know, I, I think that guys are more inclined are less, to get out on a little girl than. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. I think uh, this was an older guy. She said he was an older guy. But anyway, long story short, an older guy. She's, she's, I'm sure, tailgating him. But she, she said, "Look, I wasn't even like in one of those moods where I'm like, get the fuck out of the way." She's like, "I'm on the phone talking to my girlfriend." And we're just having a good conversation, and apparently I was riding his ass, and you know, she's like, I admit it, I don't even want to tell you that, but I, I probably was, and he just dead stops in the middle of 37. Wow, and that's he, dangerous, dude. That's and he gets stupid. out, and he walks back and that's tries, even more dangerous. He tries to rip her mirror off, but it, won't, it won't come off, yeah. No. So she's got a fiery little Italian mouth on her, she rolls the window down, and his mother effing him up and down, and he kicks her door. Oh, and what? He, yeah, and, he, and she's saying, you know, he's saying, you drive like a fucking asshole, you fucking ride my ass, and she's like, what? I'm a little girl, she's like, I weigh 98 pounds, let me call my boyfriend, you say that shit to him, and I'm like, what are you, what are you getting me into that for? But if I was in the car, obviously, I would have got out and said something, but I wasn't there, I was at work, told me the whole story, apparently they, you know, they, they held up traffic for a while, traffic was like backed up behind them. And then he finally got in his car and left, and then she pulled up next to him on the, at the light, and she's talking shit to him, I was like, well, you could have let it go at that point. So, um, 
she called carjacked up. She called Tom's River PD and said, you know, like this I don't guy, know if this guy messed my car door up because she didn't get out to look. She's uh, like, but he guy. So the cops, the the dispatcher said, we'll send a cop out. Just pull over wherever you're at. And they did. And she talked to the cop. And the cop said, that guy actually called and said, you were the one that got out of your car and wow. came up to his car. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. So it was, it was, is she telling the truth? I, I mean, I, I can't <laughs> see her getting out with a dude. She said he was an older guy. Yeah. But still, I can't see her getting out of the car with a dude. And, oh, well, you know, she hangs out with you. You're an older guy. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you ever have a road race? The one we talked about on the show with the, with the guy from my gym? No, I told you when I was sixteen. Yes, I got, you did. Yeah, the yeah, ca- yeah. cabriolet story, right? No, that was that was that. Wow, it was a different one. Oh, yeah. was it? I thought you another one. I, I got I got in trouble. Talk but... about the, the talk about the cabriolet story. We talked about that already on air. Yeah, did we? Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. All right. Now the other one was some guy. Some guy was no, some lady. I don't remember. I was driving. She cut me off, I think, and you know, we whatever, exchanging pleasantries. You know, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm dude. I'm seventeen. Just got my license, I think. And um, the guy tries to like, he, the guy, no, the woman's like, tries driving me off the road. I'm like, what the fuck? I get out. The, I finally, like, what the fuck out of the car? Tries to hit me as like, I'm out the car. And then whatever that, you know, we, what she we, swung on you? No, no, like hit with the car. Tried, oh, you know, I was oh, out the car, yeah, trying yeah. to, like, you know, swerving at me, kind of. And I'm whatever. We we that's it. F you, F you. We went yeah. one way. I thought yeah. they went the other way. Well, they followed us, right? I think someone I was with might have mooned them too. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> In this whole process. And uh, they followed us. I was actually at a party with my cousin. He was older. I was at a party. It's one of his buddies' house. And they some cops come. And they're like, uh, is uh, Frank Edgar here? Is, who's the owner of that, that white maximum? And I'm like, yeah. I was like the young kid at this party. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, uh, that's me. We go outside. And the, the guy's there. The, the ladies. And she's fucking ah, yelling at me. And this the cops are like, they were, they were drunk. Yeah, yeah. Not I don't know if she was, but the, the, the husband was hammered. She was talking shit out the window and shit, and it looked hammered, you know? <laughs> and she pressed charge on us. Assault charge said we got out of the car and shook her car, which was not true at all. Right. We didn't, I mean, I got out of the car, but I didn't touch, I didn't touch nothing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I had to go to, like, juvenile committee court to right, try to get I mean, expunged. Because to, people just drive aggressive around here, you I'll know? I'll even, you know, but I'm like, you know, I'm like this. You cut me off, I'll be like, what the fuck? And if you give me a, a, yeah, my, yeah, my bad, yeah. I'm like, well, that's, all right, that's, that's the cool. thing. If you're in the wrong, I feel like if you're in the wrong, you got to you know, be apologetic. Yeah, you just yeah. got to stick your yeah. hand out the window and be like, yeah, my, my bad, bad, my bad. bad. Yeah. If you do that, or if a car in front of me does that, yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, I all got good. you, yeah. But it's the people that flip you off or whatever. When they do it, yeah, they do it and then they flip, yeah, oh man. And it's tough when it's a girl because you can't do much, you know what I mean? Like, that happened to me, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. I was um, I was on thirty seven. Forget I don't even remember where it go- what was going. It doesn't matter. It's not important to the story. But I was in I was in the left lane. She's in the middle lane, and we're coming up on like Route Nine. I'm going westbound. We're coming up on like Route Nine, where it kind of all bottlenecks and and jams up. And I'm cruising along sixty miles an hour or whatever, and and she pulls out of the center lane right in front of me, and like I had to you know not lock up the brakes, but I had to get on the brakes hard. So I laid on the horn and gave her the finger. You know what I mean? I didn't know it was a girl at the time. She is in the rear view, flipping me off, you know, all this crap. So I'm in my Jeep. We we get past. She's going the same way I am. We're, we get past, um, uh, you know, Parkway, Route 9, all that. We get in front of the hospital, and we're at the light. She's still in front of me at the light, flipping me off, fucking flipping me off out the window and stuff. And Are I'm you like, giving some back? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, if that was a dude, I would definitely get the fuck out and rip the door really? open. Definitely, yeah. Just because, you know, like, fuck, you're going to act that tough. Someone's gonna call you out on it, you know. But it's a chick, so you can't you can't do nothing. You just gotta fucking take it or whatever. So, but one day I want to just like take I pay insurance for how long? I never never used my insurance. One day I want to take my car. Yeah. Someone does that to me and just fucking ram, ram right into them. Right. But it goes to your point. If she'd have literally just stuck her hand out the window and been like, "All right, my bad. I did kind of pull right out in front of you," I'd been like, "No big deal." No, she's fucking flipping me off like like she's in the right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Whatever. Well, I listen to this episode. I'm, I'm halfway through it uh, about uh, on Rogan. Okay. Some Korean, South, a North Korean defector. This girl. I don't know. She's a young girl, but she thinks she defected when she was 13. Bro, the shit she's saying is fucking wild. How did she defect? Because the she only. She went to China. Uh, oh, you know? You know? You know the way? No, no, no. But the only stories I've ever heard is, is you know, there's been a couple examples of it. One was not that long ago where the guy got shot multiple times, but he took the military jeep 
and he, you know, tried crossing the DMZ and they're shooting uh, at him the whole time and shit. And then he got to the, and you see it. It's all on like, you know, it's all on like black and white. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy video. And they're chasing the whole time, shooting at him the whole well, time. They, they and he's sh- running. And he got hit multiple times, but he made it to the South Korea side, you know, and like whatever died, it is. And died. No, no. And they, it showed it. It was like an infrared, like heat sensing camera. And you could see his body laid down next to it. So they kind of thought maybe he was dead. But then you see like, you know, the South Korean soldiers go up and drag him. And he lived. Wow. But that's how that dude defected. I mean, that's that you got to want freedom, bro. And they listen, say listen. your families are going to get like persecuted yes. if you do that dude, for generations, know? right? Bro, there's there's literally families now that are fucking still in concentration camps because their parents in the beginning of of the you know the, the North Korean War, South Korean War, the beginning they their parents talked to Americans at one oh, time. Isn't that crazy? And they're they're that's five generations later. Yeah, and they're fucking still in concentration camps. They don't have electricity. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah, she's like she see dead people on the road all the time. It was normal, really? normal, normal to her. She would wow. no, no like empathy because it was so normal. Really, everybody's starving all the time. Wow, wow. Yeah. So what, what, what do people do? Live off the land? I mean, do they? Well, yeah, you, but there's no land. You there, no one's growing anything. Like she's talking about, like it's like, like forage, right? Fucking forage, crickets, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's why I don't know, man. Not not that I've ever been to a place like that, but I, I just I don't know. I think that, I think you know we're so divided right now. You either think that every place is amazing to live, or you realize how well, how great she, America she, is she, to live. She went to you know? she, her her speech is pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, her her, her uh, accent, I'm saying, wasn't that bad. But she went to school here. She's obviously a very smart girl. You know, yeah. she's like saying how it's like Orwellian stuff. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're talking about it coming they're, here. They're talking. I mean, about obviously, it's fucking night and day, that, dude. It's crazy. Listen, the you know, do you know when North? I think I was talking about this last time. North Korean, Korean calendar starts. No, it starts when Kim Jong Il was born. Oh right, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So is that a fact? Listen, yes. It's a, she said it today. She said there, there, there. Listen, he. They took the Bible. So nothing existed. There's like no history books prior. No, no. really. They don't teach history. Nothing there. Wow. Right. So listen, they. Uh, they took the Bible, and he's God. Kim Jong Il is God, and King Jong Un is his son, Jesus. Yeah, that that's what they say. So, like when she was young, she when she was young, she was brainwashed, you know, right. and she thought that Kim, you know, King Jong Un or Il or whatever it was, and try could hear her thoughts because she was God. He was God. God could hear. Th- you know, what so, I mean? the so God knows what you're thinking. If you're indoctrinated with that and you know nothing else, how did she have the the capacity or the mindset to be like, okay, I don't believe in this yeah. bullshit. I want to get out. Yeah, Usually I mean, I, I think her, in... her parents were trying to get out. Oh, her, okay. You know, something like that. Her, her and her mother went out, got out through China. Through China. Wow. But she was saying that China's fucked up because China would round, rounds them up and gives them back okay. and rapes them and stuff like that. Really? They get raped. They get raped, right? They come back to North Korea or North Korea pregnant and the, the men kick them in the stomach and kill the babies. Jesus. Yeah, dude. And and people think that America's a shitty place to live. Some people, I should say. How crazy is that? Wow. But China is, you know, coat like pretty much co-sign all this shit yeah yeah well it's a communist country too yeah. you know so right right so when you say they es- escape via china how i that i don't know um i heard her just say something via china i think through i don't know now she said now you can't this back then this was uh right. whatever i don't know well she's younger but probably 10 years ago maybe yeah. so I, but um now there's an electric fence all around north korea right electric fence all around, and they have the coast or the DMZ, no, no, around the whole, yeah, around the whole fucking our coast, the but coast, like the, wow. uh, I don't know, if it's, it's a, I think it's landlocked, right? Is it? I don't know if it is, but anyway, yeah, well, around around the border, not the coast, to, yeah. but the border, the whole border right. has an electric fence, and they have people, gun gunmen, and minefields. Wow, it's like no, she's like pretty much you can't leave now. Wow, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, insane. Rogan has some very interesting guests, man. Well, and then she was talking about in China. Remember I talked about this cause with the one 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 baby policy back in the day, and they used to abort all the women because they wanted the men. Mm-hmm. There's 30 million people in, in China that will probably never be with a with a woman. That will never be with a woman. 30 million men will never be with a woman in China. God damn, I'm so envious of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that though. No, no, I can't. It's no. Like yeah. That's crazy. Just because of how about this? She said his. I'm just thinking of some shit. It's fucking wild. That you have to have a picture of King Jong Il in your house 
right? And there are people that come and inspect your house in the middle of the night. And if your picture is dusty, that's that's means for execution. The son, Kim Jong, the one in power now, Kim Jong Un. His father was in power prior, Yeah, Kim right? Jong-il, he's Kim yeah. Jong-un, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Father died, yeah. and then he became and it's crazy, bro. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is crazy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I again, I say it again. We live in, in an amazing country where I, I feel like we're losing our freedoms but she was talking little about, by little. She, yeah. You see what's she, going on in Australia right now? Oh, no. Bro. <laughs> Well, I mean, look at police the, helicopters like look, flying over, fucking enforcing mask mandates. I know, and arresting people. Crazy like, yeah. in the streets just yeah. for walking around. It's yeah. crazy, bro. And what do they have over there? Like, is it a charter? Like, we have a constitution, obviously, and a bill of rights. Canada has like a charter. What is Australia? What's gov- a charter? I don't understand. Like a charter, I don't know. It would be Canada's version of our constitution. It's what. Why is it called a charter? I don't know. Is know. that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, you know that for a fact. Yes, that Canada is governed by their charters. Charter. Yes. Right. But what is, I'm asking you, if you know, what is Australian governed by? What is their body of uh, of law? Don't know. All right, well. I thought Crocodile Dundee might, ran might, it all. He might, he might know with a big knife. Not a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> he died, didn't he? No. No? Is he? I don't know. I think Paul he's, Hogan. He's alive? He's got to be is alive. He? All right. Well, I was a little off on that one. Sorry about great that. Sorry movie. about that, Paul. It was a great movie. That back. It was a great movie. It really was. Yep. You can't play that movie today. Why? Remember he in the club scene. What? What did he say? How he found out if 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 a chick was a chick, really a chick or not a chick. I forget what what was the scene. Uh, uh, there's a there's a girl that's dressed. There's a guy dressed up as a girl yeah, trying yeah. to hit on him. So he goes and grabs. He's like he he suspected it. So he went and grabbed. Oh shit! You got a dick. You got a dick and balls. <laughs> no shit. It. That yeah. was in that movie. Yeah. Oh my god. That might have been part two. Maybe yeah. it was part two. But yeah, it was, it was in one of those movies. I feel like that was so long ago. That was before the big like trans push. No, like it was that was. I don't know. What do you mean trans push? Well, like the the you know the like the. Now, now you can be female and compete in. Excuse me. Now yeah. you can be male and compete in female sports. I mean, right, yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know? that's very new, right? Yeah. I'm saying that's like the new, the new thing is being trans now. That Crocodile Dundee was way before that, no? Yeah, but there was trans people around forever. Probably. Of course, I'm not saying that, but to put it in a movie as as you know as fodder as as part of the storyline is. Before their time, really, you know, it's kind of. I think they were innovative. They were, they were innovators. You know, what I've been watching lately. Like uh, I'm just hooked. since they took live PD off. There's no more live PD now. It used to be cops. Cops got canceled right. because of uh, a cameraman actually got shot. Yeah, cameraman got what? shot. Yeah, cameraman got shot and died, I believe, in a shootout. So that was part of it, and I think, um, you know, there was uh, some chatter about it that it was a racist show too, because it was it was also I think you could pull that up, Andrew. Wasn't there some talk about that? It was it was racist because too many African American men were getting arrested on the show or something. Anyway, it got pulled, and then Live PD came out. That was cops. No, I'm up. sorry. I think cops got canceled because a guy got shot. Live PD got canceled because of the racial issues, and now there's a new one on, at least new to me anyway. It's called Body Cam. I've been watching the shit out of it lately. Some of the stuff on there is insane, bro. It's cops, body cameras, and then it's them, Some, a lot of them getting shot in the line of duty. And you see how quick these happen, like how quickly they get shot, you know? And they're always trying to go less lethal first, and then they pull their firearms. But by the time they get their firearm out, usually they've been shot several times. Yeah, it's lose fucking Oh, it's crazy. I've been watching a lot of it lately, and just the public should realize just how quickly, you know, they're everybody's so quick to judge cops, but you watch. So, so now the new the new cop show is co- a bunch of cops getting shot? Basically. <laughs> it basically is. Yo, man. for real, that's it crazy. It basically is, yeah. That's crazy. Cops went <clears throat> from arresting yeah. people to getting yeah. shot, and then people are like, yeah, well, okay, that's good. I, we'll, I would we'll say, can, I would we won't say cancel that. Half of the episodes, at least, are cops getting shot or getting run over or getting dragged down the wow. road in a car, at least. Wow. So, but yeah, I've been watching the shit out of it lately, and uh, there's some really, it's really, it's it's like you can't take your eyes off. It. It's riveting stuff. Riveting. I think so. Riveting. I think so. I don't know what your thing is, bro. But that's, oh, I don't know people getting shot and fucking. No, just like just the story. Ran over. The, no, because nah, they, I'm, I'm joking. They follow relax. them after relax, they recover. Relax. Most of them recover. Most of them have bulletproof vests. Which you, you know, are uptight like a gay guy, though. <laughs> which keeps them alive. You're very clean too, aren't you? Very neat. Yeah, I try. Dude, 
Daddy, you know, you got a lot of qualities, buddy. Look how much you talk about it, though. That a lot was, of qualities. RP! That was that I ain't happening, RP! That was that guy's point, is the amount you talk about it. It's insane. Oh, God. I got to fucking bring some life to this fucking <laughs> show, right? <laughs> ever, um, ever lose a friend to suicide? Just, well, um, people I know. You know, I don't want to say like a close friend, mm-hmm. but people I know. Really? I know like, you know, pretty well. Not, not, but again. Do you know not, what their struggle was? Do you know where their depression came from or where their. Yeah, I, I think I talked about it the one time. The one, well, it was a friend of mine. I don't want to say any names, but it was a friend of mine and he was, the kid was gay. And I don't know if that had a, like, everyone supported him being gay. So I don't know why. Well, not you, not you, pal, on this show. Oh, but. shut up. I don't, I don't care if someone's gay. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking friends with you, bro. That's what I keep saying. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I sit next to you every fucking week. I'm not big on gay people, bro. I don't care. All right. All right. Okay. So Thank you. obviously, appreciate. I appreciate. Okay. That. So yeah. I, I make light of Joe. I make light of your situation. Okay. Okay. I make light of your pain. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Sounded degrading the way you say it, but okay. So yeah. So what I'm saying. Where, 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 where were we? You were talking, I said, do you ever lose a friend to yeah. suicide? Yes, you right. Tell and you said right. your friend well, was, yeah, and his he was struggling with coming out? Or? No, I don't, no. I th- I'm pretty sure he was, I mean, I knew he was gay. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the family embraced him, you know, but maybe, I, w- I would assume maybe the pressures of that yeah. brought him to do that. But I mean, nowadays, I mean, this was probably, this is probably five years ago now, five, six years ago, but I mean, it's it's pretty like you know accepted nowadays yeah. don't you don't yeah. you think so yeah yeah definitely and then another one i told you uh was it's usually your inner circle it's not so yeah. much that people you know it's it's pretty widely accepted in 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 the world or the us at at the least and so yeah, like maybe his dad well, maybe no, his yeah, dad yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. his uncle maybe I, but his, i don't think you know, they did i don't yeah. think they cared yeah. you know i mean that's the thing all right but again i don't know gotcha um and then another one was How, uh, not not that it matters uh, gone gone wow. yeah yeah wow. shot himself Wow. And but I got the call. I got a call from my friend from from this person, his brother, you know. And I didn't get it. I forgot what I, was, I, I just wasn't right on my phone. <clears throat> and I'm and I called him later, and he's like, "Oh, so I went there, you know, went to the house." I got a but if he, story if I, if I got the call before that, I would have went there and yep. seen everything. I have a very down. very similar story to that. But go ahead. You said you had another story. No, and then uh, another one is uh, <laughs> I won't even describe it, but. Uh, this dude was married to to someone I know, and uh, they just had a baby, and I think he had problem. I don't know. Supposedly he had problems with porn. I'm like, what the fuck's that mean? Problems with porn? But supposedly he was probably he was, uh, he was uh, like a what is that? Like chat room chat room uh, chatting yeah, with yeah. people and stuff, and he's fucking maybe masturbating whatever. I don't know. And I think him and his wife at the time would have you know issues about this. And I don't know if that got to him. Cause I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like, like, you know, I'm sure you can get through it. But whatever. He fucking, he's watching his baby. His wife left. He went down to the garage and fucking hung himself. With his kid at home. While his kid was sleeping and taking a nap. He Jeez. knew his wife was coming home. It was only gone for like an hour. Wow. And she comes home and finds him in the garage. Wow. It's fucking crazy, That's bro. crazy. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You never know, man. People you meet, you know, nobody nobody tells you they're demons when you meet them. You say, hey, how are you, man? What's going on? How What's going on? Have, you know, everybody's like, great, man. Yeah, life's good. But you don't know what people are struggling yeah. with, you know. And that's a, coming from a guy that dealt with some depression issues in his life. I'm good now. But, like, um, you know, no, nobody would have known. You didn't know, you know. Oh, I know a little bit. I just yeah. didn't know you were fucking that dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. But, but uh, yeah, I got a couple couple stories. Um, a number of stories. I think I counted one time in my phone. I've had my same phone number for 25 years but I think I counted. There's like eight or nine dead people. Not all of suicide. Yeah, well, not all of suicide. But you know, like horrible car wrecks yeah, or whatever. But yeah. my two really, really good friends. I'll, I'll I guess I'll start with um, my high school friend. My I won't even say his name. Doesn't matter. But um, great, great, great kid. I could say his first name, I guess. But uh, Mike. Um, like we we were we did tons of stuff together. It was always it was always we were always into riding ATVs and quads and dirt bikes and. You know, Mike was was super smart, like a super smart guy, but like kind of a little bit of a, a little bit of a dork in some ways. But mm. like like book smart, definitely was like destined to be like an engineer or something like that. You know. So anyway, always every weekend we were like inseparable. It was a group of us, maybe like five of us, that would usually go to my buddy's camp on the lake and stay up there and ride quads and dirt bikes and do a little drinking or whatever. You know, harmless stuff compared to what kids do now. Anyway, 
But um, he was really into like snowmobiling. He kind of got me into snowmobiling a little bit. And I remember um, my senior year of high school, I was struggling a little bit academically my senior year. Get out. Yeah, yeah. No way. <laughs> I took the, I don't know why I took, uh, they call it, they call it, college bound you know which are the harder courses because it's you know basically prefaces you to get into college college bound college bound and um i should have never taken it because i didn't these are learned folks (laughs) 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 because i didn't i didn't go to college but i at the time my parents wanted me to so anyway long story short i'm saying it again Mike took my final exam for me because Uh i need i needed like a 85 to pass my senior year and I paid him. I paid him like 40 bucks. He took my final exam for me, and he got me like a 90 on it, and I, I graduated. Wow. I would have had to take like summer classes if he didn't do wow. that. So anyway, um, I would always, you know, go home. And, I moved to Jersey. I would always go home and visit and hang out and see him and stop in and see his family and stuff. And he had a younger sister that was maybe, I don't know, when, he, when we were seniors, she might have been like sophomore or something, but uh, she was a sweetheart. And both came from like a really good family, like solid Solid parents. Dad was a builder. Mom was a um, superintendent of schools and um, just great, great family. And um, I would always go, you know, stop in, visit him whenever I came home, you know, see him at like soccer games and stuff. Well, he um, he bought a brand new pickup. I remember it was the wintertime and he bought a brand new pickup. And uh, I think he was starting to work on his house. He was going to build his own house, which is a pretty big undertaking for a guy in his early 20s. And... Um, he bought a brand new truck, and he was on this road back in Maine where I grew up. It's kind of a windy road. It's called the Marshville Road. And his sister, him, he was driving, and another kid that I know was on the passenger side. Sister was in the middle, and they were going too fast. And, you know, the, the story is he'd had a couple beers, literally a couple. He wasn't drunk or whatever. But um, they'd left, like, a like a, a house where they had a couple drinks. They were going to another house, and he was in this new pickup, and he was going too fast. And it was the middle of the winter, icy roads or whatever. And I guess they—, they Missed a corner and hit a culvert. When they hit the what's a culvert? A culvert is like uh, the metal round tubes that water runs through that goes under like a driveway. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they hit this and the car, the truck went airborne, wow. and all three got ejected. Oof. Yeah, all three got thrown out of the vehicle. Um, everybody was pretty heavily injured. Uh, Emily landed in the middle of the road. Mike landed in the middle of the road. Both uh, like life-threatening injuries. Larry kind of landed in the ditch on the other side of the road, I guess. And um, he broke, I think he broke his arm pretty bad. But he was able to walk to a house. Now, mind you, it's freezing cold out. He was able to walk to a house and get the people to call the police. Police showed up. Um, they take everybody to the hospital. I think pretty quickly Emily was um, pronounced dead. Damn. You know what I mean? Head injury or something? Yeah. It was his younger sister. Oh, and they man. were super close. Super close. So, um, Mike also was admitted. Um, my good friend, part of our group that, you know, we hung out in high school. My good friend, Jeff called me that night and said, Hey man, come home. Mike's really, really bad shape. Probably not going to make it. Emily's gone. Wow. You know? So I, uh, the next day I drove from Maine and I think I was up there like a week and I stayed, I didn't stay in the hospital, but I was at the hospital every day and his family was there and they're just such a good, good bunch of people. You know, you, there's no rhyme or reason why things happen to people you know it's it's not it's not bad things happen to bad people it's bad things happen to good people a lot of times Mm. so anyway we're in the hospital no sign of movement he's in a coma no sign of movement at all um and i remember this this is crazy the the last day before i had to leave we're all sitting around him me and his friends and his family and and with him with him yeah. sitting around the bed just and he's just there. not responsive he's just yeah. all tubes through his down his throat and monitors on everything and you know they they were saying look he, he could be like this forever or he could wake up right now they really Jeez. didn't know you know so um i think it was like maybe day five or six there something like that i was telling him a story i was like hey mike i gotta go home tomorrow i love you buddy and i was telling some story about something that we did in high school that pissed him off you know and um, he had his arms across his chest when I when I and I just remember his hand came up and he did the middle finger thing, and the whole fucking room just was like ah because we knew he could hear us then yeah, right yeah yeah so we were like oh my god and then that was it nothing we stayed there for hours and hours nothing no movement wow. no nothing right so um, I w- I left the next day I went back to Jersey, um and he was still in the coma and he was in the coma for weeks after that like weeks and then uh, that's crazy he dude. recovered. 
to some degree. He was partially paralyzed. Uh, he had traumatic brain injury. Um, partially paralyzed on his left side. He couldn't talk very well. He was, had like a really bad lisp. His left arm didn't function very well. I think it was his left side. But was he all here? Here? I think so. Mm-hmm. He seemed to be when I would talk to him. He was delayed. His mm-hmm. speech was delayed. His, his speech was, you know, um, slurred a lot. And um, he was basically relearning how to use one side of his body, basically, you know. So after that, he met a, met a wonderful girl who uh, already had two children of her own. He built, he recovered enough to, I, I would go home and visit with him, sit in his truck, watch soccer games, watch his wife's kids play soccer and stuff. Married a great girl, um, built a house by himself, him and his dad built a house, you know. But uh, just knowing Mike, and, and no, nobody ever brought up Emily's name, ever. But just knowing Mike, I knew that he carried a tremendous burden of guilt, you know what I mean? I, I just I just knew, not that it was ever discussed, but I knew it, you know. So um kind of goes back to your story about getting the phone call. I'm laying in bed one night. This is, this is I, I guess I should rewind a little bit. The girl that he married, I guess they had some, some issues, and they separated. So it was just Mike at the house now. And I, I knew this. But he'd also built himself a lobster boat. He was lobstering, which was kind of like always his dream built a house like I, I thought life was getting better for Mike you know even though him him and his girl split or whatever um, or we're going through some some marital issues at least right. um, so uh, my phone rang and I was in bed and I remember it was a weekend it was a Sunday and I'd been out drinking the night before and my phone was on the charger and it was on my computer desk on the other side of the bedroom and I, I heard it ringing and I just said screw it I'm not gonna answer it you know and um the next morning, I got up, and I saw it was Mike had called me, and I listened to his voicemail. I had his voicemail for a long time, and it was pretty short, but it was Mike with his lisp, you know, and he, he said, hey, Rod, just Mike, just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Give me a call back when you can. Basically, that was it, right? So uh, call back, no answer, no response, um, and then my good friend Dan calls me, and he's like, Mike took his life last night. Damn. Yeah, put a shotgun in his mouth and, and took his life. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Crazy, crazy. Went through all that to get better. All that physical therapy, years of rehab and years of physical therapy. Got married, built a house, built a boat. And that, I guess, I mean, I don't know. If I had to guess, I would say it was the guilt of blaming himself. Right, but I'm sure, I'm sure he always was. But then he found, I mean, I'm speculating, but. And then he found, you know, a wife and this and that. But then the wife leaves him. He's probably like fucking bombing a barrel again. But. You know, Damn, dude, you, you think about picking that phone up, man. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. But I'm not really built like that. No, because, you can't. You'll because know, if I was know. built like that, I, then I would live forever with a complex about, yeah. like, it was no, my... No, no, listen, he was doing... Like, it wasn't he, intentional. I didn't intentionally ignore no, his call no, or, you no, know, like... But, I, you know, he was doing it. Yeah. If someone's going to do that, they're, yeah. they're going to do that. Yeah. But, yeah, man, called me, and then the, I don't know how quickly afterwards... Put a shotgun in his mouth. That's crazy, man. That is crazy, you know. But depression is a, there's no, there's really no way to explain it. You don't, The reasoning goes right out the window. Rational thought is not even, when you're depressed, you don't think rationally. You know what I mean? And that's where you must have been, you know. You might, yeah, true, true. I don't, I don't, I mean, I get in like funks, but, you know, yeah. it's a, never too crazy. Um, my other story is uh, who I think you knew and met, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Best friend in New Jersey. People, people always said, you know, like because we were like inseparable. I met, I met my best friend Bobby twenty five years ago. I met him um, riding motorcycles. He was from Jackson. I was from Tom's River. He was a big kid. He was in good shape and kind of, kind of like Jack. And I was, I was a twig at the time. So we were riding bikes and stuff and uh, riding motorcycles. We just met. I met him on a group ride. And we just kind of like started talking, hanging out. His brother was with us too. His younger brother, Johnny, was with us too. And uh, he also rode. And um, we just started becoming like pretty tight and then started going out and stuff. And Bobby didn't drink. He wouldn't drink. He was really into health and fitness and wouldn't drink. Wouldn't do drugs, wouldn't drink, wouldn't do, wouldn't do any of that. But he would come out, you know, and hang out and whatever. Well, he met this, this girl. Um, again, I shouldn't, I guess, say names, but. Uh, she was she was amazing. She was really good. Like it was, you know, they were going to get married. They were engaged. The whole nine yards. Um, and oh, here's here's a good story. I remember calling him one day, saying, you know, I'm I'm going to look at houses. He's like, I am too. I've been you know I've been shopping around for houses too. So um, I went with a realtor one day, and I might have looked at maybe I looked at like 
seven or eight houses. I looked at a couple in Beechwood, Bayville. And the very last house we looked at is the house that I bought, the house I'm still in now. This was in 2003, I think. So um, I looked at the house. I called Bobby, and I was like, hey, man, I'm at this house. Stop by, check it out. It's really cool. I think I might buy it or whatever. He comes by. We look out the back window. He's like, holy shit, that house right behind you is the house I put a bid in on like three weeks ago, and they turned it down. I, you know, I underbid it. He goes, buy this, and I'm going to up my bid, and I'll buy that house right behind you. We, bro, we bought our houses like a week apart, back to back, oh. right? It was, we put a gate in so we could walk between. You know, we were like inseparable. I remember somebody said, one of our friends said one time, you know, when, when we're out and we're asking like where Roger is or where Bobby is, it's never where's Roger or where's Bobby. It's always where's Roger and Bobby, you know, because right. we were always like fucking together all the time. So, I don't know, years and years went by. Bobby started, like, he would have an occasional drink, like, now and then, you know. He started, like, you know, once in a blue moon he'd have a drink. But we were always going out, always hanging, riding bikes at each other's houses. And then we started lifting together because he was a big kid, right? And I wanted to be big. And he knew he knew his way around a gym. So, um, you know, we'd go, we'd work out, we'd have workout sessions. Then we'd go to Boston Market. We'd always go to Boston Market after the gym. Every fucking day we'd go to buy, eating so much Boston Market in my life, it's crazy. Always with Bobby. I haven't been one time since he died. I haven't been to Boston Market once. But um, anyway, he uh, he and Monica um, started having some, some issues, and he started dating, you know, started kind of dating other girls, but he was, he was like, he was having some, some psychological issues, I guess, because he loved Monica, but they couldn't seem to get on the same page, and he was, tr- you know, struggling with that a little bit, and then... Somewhere during that same time frame, his younger brother, who he was really close with, who lived with him, moved to North Carolina, moved down. Their mother was down there, and he moved down there, and he'd been down there a while. He'd been down there maybe like a year, and he was involved in a really, really bad, like horrible car accident where it was a hydroplaning thing. He was in a, in a pickup truck, and it hydroplaned, and a woman in an SUV coming the other way hit it right in the middle, and it basically cut the car, the truck in half, and the occupants in half. It was horrendous. I saw pictures of the truck. It was really, really graphic, horrendous crash. So um, Bobby was heavily affected by that, like heavily, heavily affected. Um, And then uh, he started drinking a lot. He started going out and drinking a lot. And then I heard he would would be doing a little bit of drugs, doing Mm -hmm. a little bit of pills, popping Mm -hmm. pills. And that was not like Bobby at all. Like that was not, but he was just dealing with all this, you know, angst and, anger and you know like not understanding how this could happen i guess so um we kind of had a little i don't i don't want to say it was a falling out but i didn't really like i I guess this is how it happened you probably know this story too he was out drunk drinking sawmill and he got into it with two of our friends two two brothers they're Mm -hmm. friends of ours i don't want to say their names and um he felt like he got snuck you know he felt bobby felt like it wasn't a fair fight he got snuck and he wasn't gonna let it go Right. And he started like going after these guys, going to their houses, going to the work like, yo, come fight me. Mm-hmm. Bobby was a tough kid. He wasn't a pussy at all. He'd fight anybody. But um, and then shit started getting destroyed on both both sides. Mm-hmm. Somehow windows got broke out of one house. All his windows got broke out. It got really nasty. Well, Bobby took great offense that I wouldn't get involved and have his back. And I'm like, bud, first of all, you've changed a lot. You know, I'm sorry for what happened with your brother, but you've changed a lot. You're you're kind of becoming this person that I don't really know. And, and you know, a guy that you never were your whole life. You're going out, you're drinking, you broke up with your girl, you're dating all these randoms now, you're even acting a little bit weird around them. You know, I heard stories about, like, he would go to their house and sit outside their house. Like, it was just, it wasn't him, you know. It was, like, a totally different person. But he got incensed that I wouldn't, like, go battle our friends with him because Bobby was my best friend. But, and, uh, we kind of had a little bit of a falling out, not really an argument or anything like that. Just kind of started, stopped talking. And then he started hanging out with a girl that I hung out with a little bit. And I think they were both doing it to piss me off. And, um, I just said, okay, I don't even want to play that game. Then so be it. And I'm, you know, again, the light switch, I just turned the light switch off and just, we're living right next to each other. And I just ignore him. Wouldn't talk to him, you know? So, um, I was in the shower one day, and I had a roommate at the time. I had uh, this girl lived with me from that I knew in Maine. We lived together for like seven years, totally plutonic. But um, I heard I heard her say, I'm in the shower, and I heard her say, Roger, someone's here to see you. And the bathroom door opens, and I'm you know behind the shower curtain, and I just hear this sobbing, this crying, this like weeping, this really, really like just like, you know, 
intense sadness. And I pull the curtain back a little bit, and it's it's Bobby. Mm-hmm. And he's standing in my bathroom, like on his knees, not standing, but on his knees, like leaning on my sink, just hysterically sobbing, like hysterically. And I'm like, what's wrong, man? And I'm in the shower. I'm, yeah. So I got, I'm drying off in the shower. I get out. I just give him a hug. I'm like, bro, like, I love you, man. But, you know, like, like what's going on? He, he was, the gist of it was he was hurt that I wasn't, he felt like I wasn't there for him. And what yeah. happened? And we were the best of friends. And, you know, and I, I hugged him and I just said, bro, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. You're really becoming this guy that I don't know. And, you know, you got all these squabbles and, and beef and you broke up with this really good girl and now you're beefing with my friends and, you know, and you're my friend. So it makes it really awkward and weird. And, you know, and then you're hanging out with this girl that I hung out with. And like, why do you have of all the girls out there? Why are you going to hang out with her? You know? So, um, he basically apologized. And then, um, we started talking a little bit, like we were kind of back on track. We weren't really going out because I Bobby was like a wild card at that point. I didn't know what he was going to do. Start a fight. He was just like, He's kind of angry, you know, yeah. and I'm sure it all stems back to his brother, right, you know, right. dying, you know, yeah. and, and he was angry about it. He wanted, he wanted an answer. Why? Why yeah. did that happen? You know, so, um, but we we weren't really going out. We were just talking, you know, texting, talking. We might see him at the gym, maybe grab Boston Market or whatever. Well, I wasn't there, so I don't know. You know, I I, I may not have this story 100 percent accurate, but this is what I've been told by numerous people, and I've kind of pieced it together. Um. You know, the little neighborhood I lived in, we all knew each other. My other friend, Kevin, lived right next door to Bobby. Bobby lived right in my backyard, basically. I'm at work. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually, I was in Seaside Park delivering gasoline to a gas station down there. My phone rings, and it's Kevin. Kevin doesn't call me a lot, and he's like, you got to get here. You got to get here right now. And I'm like, why? What's going on? He's like, I don't know, but the cops are here. Ambulances are here, and they just wheeled the body bag out of Bobby's house. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Now, I'm in I'm in a big fucking triaxle, 9,000-gallon gasoline truck that has no business being on these little roads. I finished the delivery, right, threw all the hoses back on the truck and stuff and drove an 18-wheeler right to Bobby's house. And they had just taken him out. It was the coroner's car was there and stuff. And, and you know, his cousins are there. And, and I'm so confused. And I'm like, what the fuck? What, what, what the fuck happened? And... The story I got at the time was that his cousin who lived with him um, had got up. They worked together. They were Bobby was an electrician. Had got up and went in his room to wake him up because usually Bobby was up first. You know, it was like 6.30 in the morning, something like that. And um, he was blue and, like, foam was coming out of his mouth, right? Wow. That's the story that, what, what, that I was told. And what, uh, well, what was the autopsy? Dug a little deeper. I don't know the autopsy, mm-hmm. but dug a little deeper, started talking to people. A new girl he was hanging out with was there the night before. I actually ran into her randomly at ShopRite like maybe a year ago. She had a tattoo on her leg with his name on it. Yeah, after he passed away. It was like rosary yeah. beads. Yeah. How, how long she was she with him? How long? Mm, yeah. She was showing me it. And she was with her new guy, and she was showing me it. Oh, so It was so weird. But anyway, um, this kind of the story that I've pieced together, and I don't know how accurate this is, is that... He had a tattoo artist come to his house. Tattoo artist come to his house and tattooed his brother's nickname across his shoulder blades. And Bobby, for as tough as he was, he was the toughest. Son. He'd fight anybody. He'd fight you and me down here in a second if he didn't like us. You know what I mean? But as tough as he was, he didn't like needles. Like, he ran a little gear once in a while, ran you know, a little juice. Did not like pinning himself. He couldn't even put a needle in his butt. He just didn't like needles. So when he got this tattoo... He took uh, an Oxycontin, is what I was told. One Oxycontin before he got tattooed. Um, and again, you got to remember, this was the dude that wouldn't even drink, let alone do drugs, right? So this is this is not the norm for him. Um, but again, I, do I know he took one? Do I do? I don't know. This is what I was told. And um, got the tattoo so that it wouldn't hurt as bad. And went to bed with the girl after that. And cousin went to bed. And um, the girl said that. She thinks he did another one before they went to bed because his back was like a little sore or whatever, okay. right? So that's two, which I, I didn't think could kill you. But the rest of the story is a little bit of a mystery. She leaves at some point in the middle of the night. She gets up. I think she had a kid, if I remember right. She had to get home. Left, got in her car, drove, let's say it's 2 a.m. She leaves. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to 6.30 when the cousin tries to wake him up. He's gone. Bro, you ain't you know? dying from two fucking Oxycontins. Well, all right. How many Listen, of them? Were they 80s or something? I, like Oxy I, fucking 100s? You're asking me for details. I don't know. That's just what I was told. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's crazy that, fishy to me, that the guy who would, would was so 
anti-drug and stuff. Anti-died yeah. from drugs, man. It's crazy, bro. So was it suicide, do you think? Or? That's that's the mystery. Was it suicide? Because I, my take, knowing him as well as I do, and my take and the story that I guess I tell friends or we talk about was, I don't think that Bobby intentionally said, I'm going to take a bunch of pills and kill myself. I think that he was just so devastated and so hurt and so angry. Trying to numb it. That he just took reckless chances and didn't care. It wasn't like I'm trying to kill myself, but I'm going to take a bunch of these pills to to you know alleviate the pain inside that I'm feeling, and whatever happens happens. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it was intentional. Like I'm going to try to kill myself. I don't think that happened. He was just reckless, taking reckless chances, and you know from what I hear about those drugs is that essentially your breathing gets really slowed down and your heart... Yeah, but dude, just, not two of them, bro. Well, Come on. listen, I, probably it wasn't. I'm just telling you what I was told, okay. you know? People were awake when he took the first one. People were there. It was only the girl and him in the bedroom when supposedly she thinks he took another one, you know? So that's all I know. But That's crazy. Regardless, dude. yeah, he was buried... Like, in, was she dead? Was he, he buried dead? Was next he to his dead brother. when she left? She's like, oh, yeah. my God, he's dead. I got to leave. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know. Can they so, tell? They can tell, right? I think they can tell within Time of death? hours, not, right, not, not minutes. Not exactly. you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, yeah, so those are a couple horrific stories. Um, he's what? actually buried in North Carolina. I've been down there a number of times uh, to see him. Yeah, why, why North Carolina? That's where his, his mother moved and his brother was yeah. buried. So he, he was buried next to his brother. Yeah, yeah. Right. I went there a couple of years ago to see his grave. I've been there a couple times, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough. I don't know how I feel about that. What visiting? visiting a grave? Yeah, you know. Why is that? I'm just saying, like they're not there, right? I don't know. Or is it just like more of like you're doing it? For, I don't know. Why? Why are you I doing it? You I know? wouldn't have driven there just. To, although I did with with his the girl that he almost married, who was the love of his life, who he should have married. That was kind of like the downfall. I feel like after they split, things just started going downhill. But. I went there with her one time. Her and I just drove down together just to go see it. Maybe a couple of years after he passed. And then when I went to go see my friend yeah, Caitlin, yeah, yeah, right, right, you know, that story about coming off. That's when I came off the antidepressants and I went to go see a very yeah. ill girl and went to go visit my dead friend's grave. I was I, I cried most of the ride back down and back. But um, but it was the same like week, not even week, within a day or two of coming cold turkey off all those antidepressants that I was on. Yeah. And it. It affects you, you know. So, um, yeah, I've been down to see his grave a few times. And, uh, I, you know, to your point of you don't know how you feel about that, I wouldn't have – I don't think I would have driven down specifically just I'm not for saying – I don't know. I'm saying but I will not say for this. you. For you, you do it however right. you want to do it. I'm just saying I don't wonder. Like, you know, I never went to my dad's grave, my grandfather's grave, yeah. my grandmother's. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like, – got like, you know, if, if they're up there, if they're wherever they are, you, you know, you yeah. got to go to a grave to talk to them. Yeah. I don't know. I got a, a story about that, visiting a grave. Well, we just fuck. Let, let, let's fucking just make everybody more depressed. <laughs> more, more depressed while we're at it. All right. Let's, you want to talk about something else? No, we'll no. Talk we'll we'll talk about some of your fairy weekends. I don't know. <laughs> fucking lighten the mood up. What do you, you want to do? <laughs> it is pretty depressing, so you're right. Let's move on. No, no. Go ahead. No, it's, pre, keep it's, it pre, going. it's pretty keep depressing. It going. You, were, you just said visiting graves, which I, I haven't done much of, but, um, you know, growing up, when we were, uh, I don't think my parents remind me telling the story. It's so old, but I, I certainly don't want to offend anybody. But uh, it is personal, of course, and painful. But I'll just, I'll kind of. It's fucking, this seems to be the theme tonight. I, I don't want to piss my parents <laughs> off, but I'll keep it, you know, kind of kind of uh, bland. I won't get into all the details. But at some point when my sister and I were teenagers, my mother and father sat us down and told us that we would have had a brother, but he was stillborn. Uh, my father was in um, Korea, actually, in the DMZ. Wow! And um, my mom was pregnant. It would have been it would have been older. This child would have been older than me, and my, it would have been their first child. Then mm -hmm. older than my sister and I. I'm the youngest, but um, <clears throat> she she was pregnant and went in to have the baby. And they don't fly you home for that. But when it was stillborn, they flew my father all the way home from from you know Korea. South, wow. South Korea. To, uh, to to be with my mom, obviously. And uh, they told us the story. We didn't know anything about it until we were teens. And, you know, I didn't really know how to feel about it at the time. I was like, you know, they did say you would have had my name, you know, which wow. would have been kind of crazy. But um, I didn't I didn't know really how to feel about it or it was just kind of a crazy story they told us and we were kind of just digesting it. And then fast forward years and years later, my parents divorced. My mom was back to Jersey. 
I come down here to uh, to visit. Actually, I was just visiting at the time, and my sister said to me, "Do you want to go see our brother's grave?" What yeah. down here? Yeah, he's buried. Wait, they, they she were, was still. They she, were living oh, in Jersey. Wow. My dad was living in Jersey at the time. Wow. Yeah. So um, we did. It's way up north somewhere. I forget by like Wayne area. And uh, my sister knew where it was. So, wait, your mom? Your mom had to give birth to it. Yeah. To it? Oh, that's so, fucked up. Man. Just says. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> the head, the headstone just says uh, the Matthews baby. That's all it says. Damn. Little headstone, but so went up there. It doesn't say fucking Ron, Ron no, or something. No, no. So you're not second choice, Ron. <laughs> I kind of am. You I guess. Kind of am. You can. You make. You make the most heartfelt, <laughs> compelling, fucking passionate story, and you're still just fucking morbid old Frankie. <laughs> I'm fucked up, bro. <laughs> you are, bro. You're going to hell. No, no, <laughs> no, not. So yeah, that was uh, you talk about visiting. I've never been back since. That was the only time. That's I don't crazy. feel the need to go back. It's right. not as if. No, I think my grandmother know. had a stillbirth, and she had a couple of miscarriages. Okay, you know, and that was kind of that was normal back. Yeah, in, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you're not that old. Yeah, you know. No, so. it, it definitely happened. I think with more frequency. I think my, yeah, delivery but my grandma has come a long much way. Older, now, you know. now basically the answer is if there's any trouble or jeopardy, they figure there, it out. C-section. Yeah. No, they oh, right, basically right, do a C-section right, right, and take right, you right. out. But not that, that, that not, was the issue? No, that wasn't the issue, I don't think, right? I, I, if, listen, yeah. again, not, I don't think my mom even listens to the show, but I don't want to, you know, offend I mean, it's a personal story, but I, yeah. I believe, if I remember correctly, the umbilical cord was wrapped around mm-hmm. the throat. I think that's uh, how it happened, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't visit many graves, but I visited that one. Yeah. <clears throat> and I visited Bobby's twice, so. Well, my, my dad don't have a grave. I just remember that his ashes. Oh, he's cremated? Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother's in a mausoleum with my grandfather. I had my I had my dog cremated. I was really seriously, and pe- you're gonna be like, yeah, right. I was seriously considering having him stuffed, but I called around. I was Dude, gonna, don't I was gonna have, fucking I was gonna have my dog stuffed. Dude, was, that's I fucked was, up, bro, bro. I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it. I was gonna do they it. Taxidermist? Yeah. That's and people, fucked up. And there are people that do it. But that's the pro- fucked up, The problem bro. is you've got a deep freeze Can I get you them. stuffed? Can I get you stuffed? No, that's illegal. <laughs> they tried to do that on Jackass. You can't do it. But, um... They, you have to deep freeze your fucking dog after he dies, and then the waiting list is like a year. So then you you freeze your own dog, and then you take it there. They put it in a freezer. Wait, wait, wait! You have to freeze your own dog in a free your own freezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you bring it to them. They put it on ice. Wait, like there. a fucking yeah, yeah, a fucking uh, and it's a like Yeti a, cooler it's like a to year, put it in. It's like a year wait, and it was like twenty five hundred bucks. And I was like, I don't, I don't want him stuff that bad. So. Which one, Diesel? Diesel, yeah, yeah. Dude. Diesel was a badass. He was cool. His collar said "bad one bad motherfucker" on it from like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, he died yeah. of cancer. Uh, that's fucked up. Yeah. They say all dogs die of cancer, though, right? Pretty much, man. You know the crazy part. With him, I had him. He was he was a French bulldog, and bulldogs don't have a crazy long life. Usually, it's around ten, they're twelve not meant, years. I heard yeah. they can't even mate on their own. Yeah, they're right? not. They don't have long. They'd be artificially inseminated. I think is that true? Yeah, but um, they they're pretty problematic. They're great dogs. Loved him to death, but uh, he um, he was a big French bulldog. He was yeah yeah. He I don't know that he was full bred. Although I had all his paperwork that said he was, but he didn't look like it. At he had all. some bullying him. Yeah, well, I guess I think they so. do. They do anyway. He had longer legs than normal Frenchies, right, you know, right. and was bigger. He was like almost forty pounds, which is a fucking huge, monster bro. Frenchie, you know. Yeah. So, um, but I didn't get him. He was, you know, he was a gift for from from the ex. Um, so What's anyway. her name? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, long story short, not that ex. <laughs> um, oh, it's he a started. Ex? He started when when he was failing. You know, he started peeing on the floor, and that dog would never pee on the floor. He could go like two days without peeing, and I knew something was up. So I took him in. I think I told the story. I took him in. They said, "Oh, he's got like a like prostate a, cancer." Like, no, like a, a like a UTI almost or something like that. Really? Not a UTI, but something along those lines. Oh, you had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they gave me some medicine for him. Brought him home. Gave him medicine. Didn't pee. Cranberry juice. You know, yeah. Right? Is what they say? Well, it's got to be It's got to be like the 100% cranberry juice, uh, yeah. I think. Can't Not Ocean that, Spray? Can't be that Ocean can't Spray Can't be Ocean stuff. Spray? Isn't that from Jersey? Ocean Spray? Ocean Spray, spray yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 listen, box. I don't know if it's from, but there are ocean... I pass them when we go riding the back roads. Cranberry but, box. Yeah. Like yeah. double trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, way, uh, way down south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, they that, that's what they diagnosed him with. Brought him home, gave it to him, and within weeks... He was now pooping on the floor. Oh, you know man. what I mean? And, he, and there's no way that dog... So I was like, wait a minute. Something's real. I bring him back. They x-ray him. And they're like, he has a massive tumor. It's massive. It's like bigger than his other organs in his body. You know? And he was kind of like swelling up. He was kind of getting a little big by this time. 
And um, I said, well, you know, I felt like saying, well, fuck, I was here a couple fucking weeks ago. Like, it didn't happen that fast. You you know, like, I feel like they gave me a bad diagnosis yeah, the first time. But anyway, long story short, they said I. They said we can operate. He'd have to stay here overnight. We'd have to diagnose him in the morning, make sure he makes it through the night. We take all his vitals, whatever. We could operate him on him tomorrow, but we're, there's no guarantees. It's a massive tumor. So I just looked at the doctor. You know, there was a couple people in the room, but the head doctor. And I said, if it was your dog, would you operate? And he said, no, I wouldn't. I said, well, then I'm not operating. I said, let me take him home, make him as comfortable as possible. Give him some drugs and shit. They gave him some drugs, bro. I don't know what they gave this dog, but he was like a fucking puppy for a month. Like running around like I never. Yeah. yeah. Bro, like a puppy. Man. I gave him ice cream every night, hamburgers every night. And then by, by like almost a month in, he was like losing his hair. He was like mm. bloated. Like you could tell he was in pain. Just give I, you that. I, just, I had to fucking take him and have him put down, which was a tough ride. But I feel like everybody's had to do that, you know? Yeah, you my had, dog uh, Achilles. Had, Achilles, but he was like. He had a stroke. He was catatonic in a room. Oh shit! I picked him up. He's like, you know, you saw him. it happen, or you just no, him? Oh. no. I remember Tino. I remember it was Tino. I was in Tino's room. It's like I mean, he had to be four years old. Tino or Achilles peed in my room. I'm like motherfucker, I was mad. I'm running oh, up yeah, there. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And I, I seen him just like this. Oh man. Yeah. Seizure. Oh, uh, stroke. Oh, stroke. Yeah, stroke. Oh wow. Yeah. And then he was literally catatonic. You know. I had open and Renee did not want to, you know, put him down. I'm right. like, Renee, this dog ain't coming fucking back. We we went left for like a couple hours. No we, movement, just eyes nothing. wide open. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. We had a dog as a kids when my sister and I were little. Um that would have epileptic seizures. <laughs> and the what? only way yeah, would if, if we we lived in a log cabin, but like it was like a split like a bi level and like a split level. Had like the upstairs, then he walked down like six steps, then he had the living room, and then he walked down on another floor, which is kind of the floor he hung out on, but it was a concrete floor with just like tile over it, so it was like super hard, and when he would go into these seizures, he would bang his head, you know, so you, if you heard it happen, you had to get to him quick and stick a pillow under his head and just like sit there with him, so then, <laughs> yeah, so he wouldn't beat it, like he would bleed, he would beat his head so bad, right? What so, kind of dog? It was a it was a it was a mutt, but it was like a like a ch- uh, like a black lab, you okay. know. But a mutt, you know. Yeah. It was mixed with something else. But um, we took him to the doctor, and they're like, "Well, there's not a lot you can do about it. Try giving him caro syrup." They seemed to feel like it was what? like what? Yeah, car- it's called caro syrup, K A R O syrup. It's like high in sugar, I guess, which supposedly would help bring him out of these seizures. And I could just remember me and my sister like spooning this shit down his throat when he's. Shaking his head around. I don't know if it helped or didn't help. He would still have the seizure, but maybe it stopped it sooner. I don't fucking know. But, yeah. We would give him caro syrup. Yeah, caro syrup. I never heard of that ever yeah. in my life. It's clear. You heard of it? Yeah, yeah. It's like corn syrup, I guess. Is, yeah. is, is he just... It's spelled a little different. It's spelled... <laughs> like the, the font's a little different. It's really corn syrup. Caro syrup. <laughs> Uh, get the caro syrup. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's corn syrup, Roger. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dick. You're a dick. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah. How often that happened? Like, how often did it have seizures? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it lived most of his life without having one. It was definitely oh, older by the time. But the I, end. Oh, yeah. the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, not like the end. It definitely went on for a year or two before yeah. the dog passed away, but, you know. And I would say. Again, I don't. I was little when this happened. I would say maybe it would have a couple a month, something yeah, like that, you know. Yeah. But if you weren't home when it happened, the poor dog would fuck itself up because it would just beat its head. It yeah, might be out in the yeah. in the yard, just beating its head against the fucking, you know. So like, anytime you were there, you had to like, you know, try to help it to not, you know, beat its. It, it would fucking like bite its tongue and shit. It was it was sad, you know. And my other dog died from a heart murmur. He's only a year and a half old. Yeah, I remember Dempsey. that. Yeah. He was a fucking animal. Yeah. That dog. He actually passed from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I came home. I, I I came home late. I'm like looking for the dog. I'm calling him. Dempsey, Dempsey, calling him. I'm like going looking at my all the rooms. You know, he's locked in. I'm like I had to wake my Renee. I'm like Renee. I, I don't. I can't find the fucking dog. And sometimes he was like so prey driven. Like he would like, right. dig for a fucking animal. Sometimes like maybe he's in the back, like behind the shed. So right. I go in the way back behind the shed. Nothing. I'm like, where the fuck is he? What the fuck? I'm like, he only got out. You know. And I go on the front front lawn, and he was doing, like, I must have been whipping it in the front lawn, and just died in one of the turns, and literally was just, really? yeah. I was like, fuck. Really? Wow, that's sad, man. But we knew he had heart murmuring. Yeah. But the doctor's like, dude, 
Because Dr. Ted Dust, he's like, this is one of the biggest heart murmurs I've ever heard. He's like, but I couldn't believe your dog's 90 pounds. Like, he's a healthy dog. He wouldn't, like, I don't, I'm like, he don't know he has a hot fucking heart murmur. He's good to go. <laughs> so you knew prior to him passing yeah, that yeah, it could, it could yeah, kill him? Yeah. I guess, yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad with that foreshadowing to know, like, my dog could die any day yeah. or if it's just better to not know. I don't know. Crazy. You guys got, like, a farm here, though, man. You got, you got, you got to have crazy animal stories. You always got, what was it you had? Gerbils, right? Fucking. We got a, we got a, what's the, uh, we had, no, we didn't have gerbils. That's what you got in your fucking, <laughs> your weekends are gerbils. No, we had hamster. <laughs> we had hamsters, and now we have a guinea pig. Oh, which is the one that you will lose for weeks sometimes. And you'll, hamster. you'll hear it in the middle of the hamster. night. You're like, oh, that fucker's still alive. That's the hamster, yeah. <laughs> what was it, a wheel or something you would hear him get yeah. on? In the of- <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris would sleep. You know, if he sleeps in our room. Yeah. So Chris, when he comes and trains at night, he'll sleep. He'll, he'll, he comes literally three in the morning sometimes yeah. from work. And he'll sleep in V's room. And he'll be like, I'll hear fucking animals under her fucking bed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do you got now? You got chickens? We have you still chicken, have the gerbil? Not a gerbil. Hamster? Guinea pig. You have the gerbils. Remember, you gerbil. Okay. You're a gerbil guy. We got the guinea pig. All right. Um, we got two chicks. We had two two adult chickens. One's a rooster, yeah. by the way. You got a bearded dragon, right? And a bearded dragon. <laughs> I have your bearded dragon. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> How crazy is that story, though? Bro, I got crazy. your fucking bearded dragon. That is crazy. Yeah, that's what we got right now. Yeah. We did have ducks, and I, I brought them to the yeah, yeah, pond. Yeah. Well, know. technically, you didn't. You didn't go seek out ducks and bring them home. They just kind of yeah, yeah, They yeah. just kind of showed them, up. I'm like, I yo, we home. we live here now. Yeah, you guys. Like you got a farm, you, but you, nothing you, compared to what Renee's dad's got. Oh uh, yeah, well, he has he has He's turkeys. Literally, literally got a farm over there. Goats, a bunch of goats. And they're, I feel like they're all. I feel like I almost feel like I'm going to Popcorn Park yeah, Zoo back in the day, yeah. where where they're all a little bit deformed. Yeah, he got like he one, got a three legged goat. Yeah, isn't there something else over there? That's oh, there was one eyed dog at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. dead. He's he, dead. Oh, he died. Yeah. All right. Their other dog bit its eye out. Really? Yes. Bit its eye out, like the thing was hanging out, or just damaged. Well, I don't know, but yeah, damaged the point. Jesus, man, that's crazy. And you get on the side where there's no eye, like, hey, he's like, oh oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember Popcorn Park Zoo way back in the day when they had the still there? No, no, they had the elephant with the trunk with the huge hole in it with the limp trunk. No, it had a had a what was they called it? Roger, Roger the (laughs) elephant. It had a massive hole in its trunk. Like it's from doing coke? I don't know. Doing blow? Devi- had a deviated septum. <laughs> it's too much blow. <laughs> hey bird. Right? Isn't that isn't that the fucking uh the elephant in, in Sesame Street? Stop loving it. He's a dopehead, bro. Yeah, 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 He's definitely right. a dopehead. Yeah. Hey bird. What are you doing well, today, Oscar bird? the Grouch is definitely like a homeless fucking heroin addict then. Yeah, no. For sure. But the, the Snuff Love is a dopehead. Yeah. For real. <laughs> He got the hole in his nose. Yeah, I just remember going back. I know. don't remember that. The hole, oh, no. the holy nose. I got your big toe in the shot. Ah, oh, sweet, sweet. Ooh, <laughs> look at them <laughs> fucking things, bro. You get some manicures or pedicures. No, I got fucked up toes. But you get pedicures, don't you? Have I got pedicures? Sure, yeah. I yeah. have never gotten one. Really? You should, uh, man. Nah. Should. I need the. I need that extra skin on my feet. You know what it is? It's not so much about the pedicure. I don't really care about getting my nails cut. It's that they fucking like. Massage your fucking legs for like an hour. Yeah, but they you know grind. I mean? They grind the 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 like your calluses off. I can't do that. Oh no, they take like a like a little yeah file thing, yeah. now. No, they grind, grind it. it. They just kind of like oh, yeah, kind of. They just like, grind uh, that shit off, bro. It's well, not good. A, I need. It's like I need, a file. I need that shit though. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm sure you can tell them. Don't touch the bottom of my feet. No, I'm just good, bro. Yeah, I, right. my, I cut my toenails myself. You paint them? <laughs> yeah. Clear. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Clear. No. 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 You put the clear shit on at the end, you mean? No. I don't you don't do paint that. them clear? I said, you paint them. You said, yeah. I was I joking. I thought you were uh, joking. Uh, You're uh, serious. Yeah, well, I no. can see you doing no, it. No, I don't. Do you want to look at them? I definitely don't. You can see I don't. Would you, do you, what the <laughs> hell's going yeah, on up yeah. there? Fucking one of my kids. <laughs> you, uh, your son? What about my son? Uh, your son. <laughs> your son. You go sun tanning? Do I go tanning? Do you tan like no. in your backyard? Do I do I like go t- out t- in the sun? Yes. Do I go to a tanning bed? No. But like sun, do you try to get sunlight? Yeah. Okay. Vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What's the joke? Where's the no joke? No joke. No joke. I got vitamin D. Do you sun your asshole like Jesse does? No. Would you? Uh, no. No. Because no. I feel like that's just some 
philosophy that likely doesn't work and you look like a complete fucking idiot. Likely he won't, he won't he won't go all the way and say it don't work, so likely. Well what what is the concept behind it? I don't know. The concept I think is something you know, about they it's say, the only they, part they, of your they body say, that never sees sun, right? I guess yeah. that's why you spread your butt cheeks and yeah, point. You, it, you point know, it at you the know, sun. you know the lip that that your your lips, the skin on your lips, is the same texture as your asshole. I swear to God, did you know that? No. The, yes, yes. No. Your lips, go like this. It's the same as your asshole. What's, same lips. Yo, uh, it's what's the same name? skin as your asshole. What's his name? RB. He's going to be weighing in heavy on this RB, episode. RB. RB. <laughs> 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 only you would know that. Yeah. Only you would know that. What do you mean the same you, skin? Only I would know that. That fucking hurt. I heard the I, same skin. What does that mean? The like, same type of skin. Is your skin on your lips the same it? as your fucking finger? The same as your forehead? I think so. Pretty close. What? It's not, how, how much different is it? You think this skin is the same? It feels the same? No, not feels the same. Exactly. The same. What it's what made of is the same. It's not different complexity or different textured or texture maybe, but not different... It's not made up of anything different than the rest of your skin. Is how do you know? How do you know? They're, they're, your skin has fucking your epidermis. Right. Your epidermis has like eight layers. Does your fucking lip have eight layers? I don't know. I don't know. So you don't look it, know. Look it up. Well, you don't know either. I know that the same lips on your asshole. How do you know that? The same lips. How do you asshole. know that? And why do you know? I don't that? know. I've heard that. I've heard someone say that. Yeah, I'm sure your boyfriend said it to you. My boyfriend. Then you wish. You. you is, I think Rogers. Roger is really RB. That's what I think. I think Roger is really RB. He's hoping I fucking tagged him up on that fucking DM. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god. All right, man. You got anything else for us, Frank? I got you wanna, fucking nothing. You want to wrap this up, pal? Enough. This is a good one. I had fun with you, Jay, Yeah, it was pal. fun. Very, very, yeah. uh, very... Yeah, you're a little you know, serious over there. I'm, sorry I'm for, very serious? Sorry, sorry, I'm serious? Sorry for the, the morbid uh, uh, yeah, dead for, uh, people just talk, but... Fucking... I think we, we might have just killed a couple of people this episode. <laughs> I feel like that's a subject that like everybody can relate to, though, man. I mean, yeah. especially in today's day and age, they say suicide's up like 600% or something. Yeah, it's, it's quite, crazy. A bit, quite a bit. I mean, there's just not much to live for, man. All these fucking rules. Mm, crazy. Getting down with these rules, bro. I know, man. It's getting worse. But that's open. Done. That's opening up a can of worms to get back into that. So let's not. Let's not do it. All right, buddy. Hey, well, good times, bro. Yeah. Champ of the Tramp, out. Peace and elbow grease. <laughs>